And I want to start with a confession that um, I've not admitted on air or publicly anywhere before. So this is a world exclusive. Um, I have to admit that I'm not actually passionate about webinars. Hello and welcome to episode zero of the new podcast that we're producing, uh, Virtually Anything Goes. And we are delighted that you're with us. If you're watching this for the first time on the video version, you can see all of our new things here in the wonderful podcast corner. We've got new cameras, we've got new microphones, lighting, background, everything is new. And if you're only listening to the audio-only version, then hopefully you hear the wonderful sound of our new microphones. Um, as we go into this episode zero, I just want to set the scene a little bit about what we're going to be talking about. Today you only have me, but in future episodes you'll have guests as well, and I'll be asking them virtually anything. But to begin with, I want to tell you a little bit more of a personal story about why I do what I do, uh, which could just as, be, uh, just as well be a story about why you do what you do. And it is most certainly the story of why we as webinar experts do what we do. And I want to start with a confession that um, I've not admitted on air or publicly anywhere before. So this is a world exclusive. Um, I have to admit that I'm not actually passionate about webinars. And before you jump to the wrong conclusions and you misunderstand me, I really love creating digital event experiences and solutions and webinar solutions for our customers. And when I say really enjoy it, I mean, I really enjoy it. I, I love it. But I'm not passionate about the webinar itself. It's not what led me to start a company called Webinar Experts. And it didn't lead me into the uh, business 15 years ago. What I am passionate about is what I started with when the company first, was first formed. It was called Inbound Growth Marketing. And what I was passionate then, which I'm still passionate, passionate about now, is creating audience insights through audience engagement into the deepest interest of what they think in their minds. What, what, what are they interested in? What drives them to take decisions? Uh, what motivates them to engage with a piece of content? All that insight is incredibly valuable because it gives us an insight into people's brains and people's minds. And that ultimately allows me to give that insight to our customers. And that allows them to follow their passions and what they're doing. So you might wonder, well, okay, I don't I'm slightly understand that, but why why webinars and and the point is not it's it's not about the webinars themselves it's i discovered a tool with webinars that would allow us to give that behavioral data insight and if you imagine webinars if you think about it webinars are really the only marketing asset that was created with the internet in mind at least the only marketing asset that's worth gating putting behind a uh, a form a registration form and everything else that we have white papers, reports, books, even videos were around before the internet and they weren't created with the internet in mind. And if you compare that to webinars, webinars have the opportunity to ask uh, for people to ask live questions, to get live responses, to um, participate in polls and give answers that way, to provide insight via surveys. And there's this whole behavioral data level that we have access to by running webinars. And that is very, very different to um, providing white papers, for example. And it's an entirely different type of data set. And I'd like to imagine something with me. So let's imagine you, as a marketing organization, only run, either have um, digital assets that are gated but are static, like white papers, or you have ungated content, like YouTube videos, for example. And you have a wealth of data from that. Just imagine all the data that you do have. 
combined with tracking data from websites and all that kind of thing. But if you only run, or if you only have static assets that are gated, then you have a level of data around um, demographics. So you know names and contact details and job titles and so on. But you have no actionable behavioral information. So for example, if somebody downloaded a white paper, you don't know whether they um, read the first two lines, the first five paragraphs, maybe read the white paper three times over. And you certainly don't have the information about questions that may have arisen in their mind as they were reading it. There's simply no way of tracking that. Now, if you have only um, ungated assets, then you won't have any contact information. Until you actually speak to somebody that's engaged with your content, you won't have any of that behavioral data that we we're just talking about. And that's why that level of data is so important and so valuable. So if we continue that sort of thought process and think about a salesperson who is making a first sales call to a potential lead, and they have all that data, but no behavioral insight, the call will go something like this. Hi, Lev Crib here from Webinar Experts. I saw that you downloaded a white paper of ours. Thank you so much. That was, that was great. And I'm you know, glad you, you got in touch and, and, and downloaded that. Um, I just wanted to reach out and see if it was in, of interest and you know, what, was that, um, what was the first motivation for you to actually download it. Oh, hi, Lev. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't actually remember that. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think I read it yet. So, um, but I'll, I'll be back in touch if I have any questions. Sure, yeah, no, no problem. Um, you know, maybe we can call, call, you know, speak again in next week. Yeah, well, maybe. I, I don't know when I'm finished. You can see how tedious this, this, this conversation is, right? And I think we've been all, all on the receiving end of these calls, and they don't really add any value to the person being called. Now, you add that behavioral level of data in where we know the questions people ask. Um, we can see some behavioral activity within the data and the, and the webinar itself, for example. And the conversation would go something like this. Hi, Lev Crib here from Webinar Experts. I saw that you recently attended a few of our webinars, and particularly in the last one, I saw you had th three, four questions on topic ABC. Just reaching out to give you the answers to those questions. Have you got a couple of moments now? Oh, yeah, Lev, thanks very much. That, that's great. Yeah, I've been waiting for this call. I really need that information. What you've done is you've changed the narrative. You've swapped it around. Instead of asking the person that you're calling um, for value, you know, tell me more, you're actually providing value the other way. And the behavioral level data insight that you have allows you to swap that narrative. And that is incredibly powerful for salespeople, but it's also incredibly important and valuable for the audience that's on the receiving end of that. What I'm talking about is gaining really deep insight into people's thought processes, into their mind, into their brains, because ultimately... Anybody who asks a question has a deep interest in that question, in that answer, because that's why they ask the question. And any question comes from a point of interest. And to give you an example, um, as any used car salesman will tell you, if you know what the buyer is interested in, what's important for them in a car, what they like and what they're really looking for, if you know those insights, the things that drive their decision to buy a car, that car itself will almost sell itself. And that's what we're doing here with webinars. We're looking at data points that show us ultimately what's going on in people's minds and that will show us their areas of interest so we can engage with that, provide them with value and ultimately make that also work for us as an organization selling something to this audience. So a couple of years ago, we um, implemented a, um, a dashboard into the CRM system of our, one of our customers and that dashboard was being fed in real time with behavioral insight from particular asset types. 
And the sales team had access to that. They were briefed on how to access it and how to use it and which data was available. And that was um, really valuable to them because it allowed them to have these richer conversations as, a, as an outreach. And several months after we'd rolled it out, the CTO of the company that provided that, um, that, that dashboard got in touch and said, um, sorry, guys, what, what are you doing with this dashboard? So we implemented into the uh, lead view of the CRM system where each person goes for that particular lead and their contact details. Um, why? And they said, well, I've just had an alert on my dashboard that tracks this, this dashboard, and we've never seen a spike in usage uptake like this before. And what was happening was that this dashboard was being fed by 100% data from webinars. And the salespeople that were using this dashboard found this so valuable that they, whenever, whenever they had a call, they would go into this lead view, had all the demographic data of this person, and then they would consult this dashboard. And this dashboard didn't just have you know, a one webinar view, the last webinar that they'd attended. It was every single webinar that they'd attended over time. It showed the questions that they'd asked. It showed the uh, responses to poll questions, survey answers as well. And not just that, it would show how long did they stay in a webinar? Um, did they come back multiple times during the on-demand version? And they would have this, this vast data of, of behavioral insight. And that was incredibly valuable. That made a real change, and that led to the spike uh, in the usage and uptake of this, uh, of this, data, um, of this uh, dashboard. And because it was 100% fed by webinars, it would just continue. As long as the program would continue, that data gathering would continue as well. And do you think they still use webinars today and still use this dashboard today? You bet they do, of course, because no other content asset type can compete with that. White papers, all that kind of thing. The, the engagement ends with a download. And once it's downloaded, you lose, you lose track and insight. And that's where this, this sales conversation is really, really difficult to, to then ultimately have. So you then, if I say, well, I'm not passionate about webinars, we say, why webinars and this is the exactly the reason webinars allowed me to follow my passion with this kind of level of insight that I could give to my customers to say we're providing you the insight that can you can follow your passion with because I can't ask you if I say I'm not passionate about webinars I can't ask you to be passionate about webinars what I can ask you to do is be passionate about the data that you get because it allows you to follow your passion because the things that you do on a day-to-day -day basis will hopefully somehow be aligned with your passion, right? That's why you're in this job. And it becomes incredibly frustrating if you can't follow that passion. Now, if you have the data that informs your daily work life and makes it easier, then that's something that I think we can all be feel, really feel passionate about. So if you work in marketing, for example, you will be doing something to do probably with lead generation. Uh, you might be doing um, creating content journeys or, or, or user journeys. Uh, you certainly will be working on something to do with moving a lead closer to a purchasing decision, ultimately, to take action. And if you're working in communications, whether that's internal communications or external communications, you will be communicating a message to an internal or external audience that is important to the organization, that hopefully is aligned with the interests of the audience as well. But you want to be able to measure that. You want to be able to see, well, how does this message land? And what is the feedback from that? Are there concerns? Are people in agreement? What questions do they have? And webinars ultimately allow you to do that because it gives you that behavioral level data insights. So you might say, well, okay, from a sales perspective, you know, that, that is the salesperson's job is to call and say, you know, qualify that, 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 that lead. 
But ultimately, how much easier would it be if you can provide a much higher level of, or a much higher base level for people to start off with and make that conversation? And ultimately, you know, we hear a lot these days about conversational marketing. If you have the ability to converse with your audience based on insights they've already given you because they wanted to, because they're interested, how much more valuable is that kind of level of engagement to a classic level of download this and we'll contact you afterwards? That simply doesn't work anymore. And there's good news is there's plenty of content on all of this. You might say, well, okay, I get all of this. Uh, you know, totally agree. Actually, I hadn't thought of it that way. Totally agree with what you're saying here, Lev. But I still want to understand more about the strategy and how this works and how I can implement this for my organization. Uh, absolutely, there's plenty of content on this. Just go over to webinarexperts.com. Um, we've got loads of content on a variety of different aspects of how webinars can help you get the insight, the data, and everything that you need to do your job as well. And as a leader, ultimately you want to find a way for your team to be more effective and efficient um, rather than having to reinvent something that, you know, somebody else like us has already uh, worked out how to do and you can just focus on that. Um, now, we do have more content and as I mentioned, this is episode zero of this podcast. Uh, we will obviously follow up with an episode one and more, many more after that. I would love for you to join us in that um, podcast series as well. In the next episode, we will be joined by Andy Ashton, who is our head of technology here at Webinar Experts. He's been with us since 2018. He's run hundreds, if not thousands of webinars, multiple programs across the globe. So I think he'll have some really interesting, interesting perspectives. The topic that we're going to be talking about is top tips from a webinar program manager. But Andy's also an avid Twitch streamer. Uh, and he looks at things in different ways. Um, Twitch, if you're not familiar with it, is a, a live streaming gaming platform, and I think there's a lot to learn for the corporate side from this, this different view and different approach to live streaming. Um, I think we can always innovate more, and I think a lot of innovation happens on, this, on, on different webinar and, and streaming platforms that may not be part of the, the corporate circle yet. So we'll be digging into that as well, and of course, the podcast is called um, virtually anything goes. So I'll be asking him virtually about anything, whether he gives us the answers and everything. We'll have to see. But I hope you can join us for that one. Thank you so much for listening to this first zero uh, episode podcast. And until next time, thank you and take care.